0: Good morning everybody uneducated economist here thought I'd do a follow up video to the video I had done yesterday talking about the Russia and India doing oil deals within the rupee and how this deal is probably going to end up failing for Russia since Russia will not be able to use those rupees for the importing of the items that they truly need from around the world because nobody wants rupees now this has been my argument pretty much since the time that i heard that russia is going to start selling oil to india inside of rupees and here it is they are sitting now on a lot of rupees that they just can't use so this has been my argument for quite some time a lot of people are now in the comments section saying well you just don't see it from the other side Russia can use these rupees to buy gold and rice from India. And I thought to myself, well, India has banned the exporting of gold in the past, and right now they do have a current ban on rice. So they can limit the amount of stuff that Russia is just gonna straight up buy from them. They don't have to sell it to them inside of rupees. That would be an opportunity for Russia, but it would be very limited to the amount that they are actually going to acquire. So they can't like trade oil for rice and oil for gold gold straight out of India. India would not be accepting of that deal. Now, they are accepting of the deal of them, you know, trading oil for rupees. But again, now Russia is sitting in a position and it's just like, man, what do we do with all these rupees? So India, on the other hand, has to figure out a way for Russia to be able to invest these rupees if they want to continue on with these oil trades like they've been getting. Because after a while, Russia is going to be like, you know, we just can't do this. We're sitting on excess reserves that we just don't need. Right. I mean, we need to buy stuff and we can't buy stuff because you don't have the stuff that we need so this is really the opposite side of the argument that starts to take place is that what is it that's going to take place going into the future if russia is going to continue to be selling oil to india with you know cheap oil to india using rupees and then acquiring an excess of rupees that they can't use well india wants to become a manufacturer right so you think about it if russia is needing stuff that they can't get from india and they have an excess of rupees and india wants to become a manufacturer and they look back at russia and say well what do you need we'll manufacture it for you right so this is the opposite side of the argument that a lot of people don't think that i look at right But this is really how the opposite side would go. Like, I believe that it's going to be very difficult for them to continue to conduct themselves in a way that's going to try and circumvent the dollar. The dollar is very powerful against these other currencies. And if you don't have the dollar, you're going to have a very difficult time acquiring the things that you need from the globe. Right. But now if you're Russia and you're sitting there on a bunch of excess of rupees and you have no other place to go because nobody else wants rupees and you need stuff and you look back over at India and India says, hey, we want to be a manufacturer. I think this is probably the direction that it would end up going if they were to invest their money, the rupees back into India. They're not going to buy their commodities. They're not going to buy their gold. They're going to invest into their manufacturing base. And then if that manufacturing base does well, they will start manufacturing for the rest of the world. And as those exports leave India, it will not only benefit India from the manufacturing of it, but it also benefit Russia from the investment portion of it as well. Again, don't think I don't look at it from the other side. But I do believe that whole scenario will be very difficult to acquire. And again, time will tell if this actually takes place. Not all investments turn out. Many investments fail. In fact, I probably would imagine that most investments fail. Uh, I just wanted to put that one out there, but also wanted to say that I'm going to go live here in about an hour, noon Pacific time here, September 11th, which happens to be my anniversary, my wedding anniversary, which was, you know, my wife and I, we got married before, you know, the 9-11 attacks. But yeah, what a strange anniversary to have, right? Also wanted to give a shout out to the Stock Pulse uh, Silver Symposium. That's gonna be taking place here at the end of the month. I'll leave a link down in the description to that so that you can get your tickets to the to the uh, Silver Symposium Vegas Convention. It's gonna be super awesome. I can't wait to go and do that. Uh, let's see here. I guess that's it for now. So come join on the live stream. I'm gonna talk about um, the homeless issue in Portland. I got a little bit more information on this, and what I thought had been taking place seems to be the case. So we're gonna we're gonna look at uh, the article that I found. I had sent an email to the individual who had wrote this opinion piece. And I hope to get a response from them. Perhaps we can even do an interview to get like a little, little bit more inside knowledge into it. But I think this uh, this live stream ought to be a really good one. That's why I came out here so that I can give you guys the uh, the heads up on that live stream. So anyway, I'm gonna go and create a scheduled um, a scheduled event for that live stream here in about I don't know. I think it's probably gonna be about an hour from now. Um, but at 12 o'clock specific uh, <laughs> pacific time i can't speak now um i think that's it okay uneducated economist you let me know